Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 66 of Extreme Evo Cast, an all purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. I, of course, am your wonderfully bodacious host, Lily Sion, and uh, today, <laughs> you know, what a, what a start. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna start the the usual Evocast episode with with some explanations. Uh, you know, this episode's late. That's okay. You know, I, I'm not gonna be the first one to make the excuse about uh, you know, school has just started. Uh, you know, I, this isn't the first episode since school started, but school has just started, and I am already busy. <laughs> really busy. I have not had time, nor the mental energy, or the physical energy, or just like the the energy in general, like the you know the the universal sort of like galactic energy. You like you like that one? Sinofence galactic. You, you get it. Um. No, I've been I've been tired. Essentially, is what I'm trying to say. And you know, I you know, I like to be positive on this podcast, but I, you know, um, it's certainly been been putting a little bit of hindrance in my ability to focus on things like this. And and you know, that's to be expected. I haven't started streaming yet. Uh, at the recording of this of this episode, like you know, on Twitch, I usually stream on Twitch. I'm a streamer on Twitch tv slash lily Sion. uh but i don't i haven't had time to do it i've been i've been too busy i've been seeing friends that i haven't seen in 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 like three months i've been starting and playing in dungeons and dragons campaigns that i haven't been able to do for again three months so you know apologies uh, apologies in general if i'm a little bit on the, the the crankier side i don't think that's necessarily the word that i would use but um I'm a little tired, you know, I mean, I'm recording this episode very, very late at night on uh, a day that I have to wake up very early, or a night that I have to wake up very early, uh, and earlier today I woke up very early, so I'm I'm sort of in, I'm I'm feeling it, is what I'm trying to say. Not that today's episode isn't going to be fun, but I'm just preparing you for the inevitable, maybe my voice is a little raspy, maybe I'm maybe I'm a little sleepy. Uh, it's just because I've already had a full day under my belt and and many many before it um in terms of of school. So uh anyway, let, let let's let's move on a little bit here uh to of course news. Today the, the main topic is something um that's but before I get to the news, the main topic today is a little bit of a weird one, I will say. It's um if you don't know what PokeCord is, it is a Discord bot that you can play Pokemon. And I say play Pokemon extremely loosely. By play, I mean you there certainly are Pokemon. And by Pokemon, I mean there certainly are Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> I'll get into some more detail a little later about what I mean by that. But, you know, this isn't going to be something crazy. Again, sleepy time, tired time. Um, I'm a university student, by the way, if you did, if you couldn't put two and two together. Um, no, I mean, like, you know, hear me out. Please don't, please, God, don't click away from the, from the, almost at the video, from the podcast. I promise Pokecord something interesting, or at least, you know, maybe a little more interesting than it might sound. Um, but that being said, we do have some things to talk about before then. First of all, um, if you've been sort of keeping up with, with Pokemon recently, you should know about Pokemon Evolutions. The newest sort of series of, of anime videos in the Pokemon YouTube channel, very similar to Twilight Wings, I assume. Twilight Wings was a little more focused on just, like, Galar in general, but it seems that Pokemon Evolutions will be sort of everything, you know, um, and, and, and I'm not going to talk too in-depth about Pokemon Evolutions today. Uh, in fact, I'm not going to be talking about Pokemon Evolutions today. The first episode is out, and I think that the second episode will be out by the time next episode is out. So I am going to be a little bit behind. Uh, I'm going to talk about probably the first episode next episode. Um, I'm sorry I couldn't watch it 
this for this episode again i've been busy um sorry um but no i mean i want to dedicate like a whole episode to talking about it but today you know i wanted to just sort of relax and talk about pokecord a little bit um talk about something maybe a little more a little more light on uh my on my senses because i was i was originally going to talk about both i was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna watch pokemon evolutions and i'm gonna see how it looks and it was so good that i don't want to just like you know rush through it and not talk about it very good because I have a a full, you know, I only have like an hour and a half per episode. I want to talk about it. Good. Uh, So I'm going to save it for next episode. Again, I might be a little bit behind. Episode two might have already been, you know, new news at that point. Uh, But that's sort of the way that we're going to do it. I'm sorry about that. Um, But, you know, like I said, I wanted to do it justice. And finally, something that isn't me explaining away a reason why I haven't gotten to it yet. Uh, we have a, we have a, a few things related to 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 basic news. First of all, Secrets of the Jungle, the new the new Pokemon movie, the Netflix movie, uh, is confirmed to be coming out on Netflix, um, and it will be on Netflix in the U.S., U.K., and other territories on Poke on on Pokemon on October eighth, twenty twenty one. So like literally less than a month from now. I'm excited. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to talk about it, certainly. Uh, I didn't watch... Um, I, I didn't want to watch the sub because I knew that it was coming to uh, to Netflix in English, I assumed. Um, so, if I forget, I apologize, but eventually I will talk about it. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, the way it's going to work is it's going to come out and then I'm going to forget and then I'm going to know- see I'm going to do my research for that episode and then I'm going to remember that it came out um, actually you know this uh, next one might actually be um, the episode that Pokemon Evolutions I talk about evolution so who knows I might be talking about a lot of sh- anime <laughs> uh, that episode actually I can see literally what episode it'll be ah uh, Okay, the next episode will be on the 29th of September. So that's actually not uh, that's actually not uh, in time for Secrets of the Jungle. So next episode, I will talk about the first episode of Pokemon Evolutions, and then the next one, I will most likely be talking about Secrets of the Jungle. That's exciting. I'm honestly uh, very excited about watching this movie. More things coming out. Um, the album, of course, you know, the, the Pokemon music album, P25 music album, it's literally just called Pokemon 25, the album, um, is due to release on December 3rd. Um, alongside this, this of course is coming from Cerebi.net, uh, alongside this, a track list of 10 of the 14 tracks was included with the three remixes by Zoo being digital exclusives. And this track list is so. Okay, some of them don't list the artists. Um, we have "Electric" by Katy Perry. We have a song called "Phases." We have "Take It Home" by Mabel. We have "Believing," "Ten Cuidado," "Wonderful" by Sin, "Sign," "No Idea," "Got 'Em" by Vince Staples, "Game Girl" by Luann, "Art Show." And only want to be with you by Post Malone. Uh, so those are the those are the ten. Those are the ten that we know are going to be on the album. Exciting, of course. I have talked about them before. I might talk about the album when it comes out December third. I don't know, man. Uh, BDSP is going to be out by then, <laughs> so I don't know how much I'll be wanting to talk about the P twenty five album. Maybe I'll talk about it eventually, and I'll talk about some of the other songs on the on the album. But we'll see. I'm probably going to have my hands full with like literally the two new Pokemon games coming out in that time span. So I can't promise much. And we finally got an answer from Oreo. The, the the age old question what what was Oreo doing with the Pokemon license? We know that they have they know we know that we were gonna do something Pokemon related. We saw it. They were like Pokemon Oreos are coming, and we're like, okay, what does that mean? Pikachu flavor? Um, no, in fact, no Pikachu flavor, unfortunately. Uh, though Oreos has released a brand of uh, of Oreos. Uh, Pokemon and Oreo collaboration has been announced. There will be a special set of limited edition cookies with 16 different designs. Sableye, Sandshrew, Bulbasaur, Lapras, Cyndaquil, Pikachu, Dratini, Grookey, 
Jigglypuff, Squirtle, Charmander, Pancham, Hula Snivy, Piplup, Rallet of different rarities, including a mythical Pokemon Mew. Uh, these are available now for the US to pre-order and will fully release September 13th. So these have released already. We have we have Oreos. <laughs> we have Pokemon Oreos, uh, along with a with a very cute little cinematic trailer for um, these Oreos, showing the little you know the cookies have the designs of the Pokemon on them, and you essentially do like a gotcha game when you when you eat an Oreo. Every every Oreo is different. Sometimes it's gonna have a Pikachu on it. Sometimes it's gonna have a Snivy on it. You know. You know the rules. And and then, every so often, it's going to have Mew on it. People are going to be taking pictures of the Mew cookies all over the place. It's like, look, I got the rare one. I got the five-star character. The Mew. <laughs> um, can you tell I've been playing a lot of gotcha games? I think I think it's obvious. But, no, I mean, like, this is cool. I think, I think this is fun. I mean, like, I don't eat Oreos very often because I like my body. Um, but... <laughs> like you know it's it's interesting i might get one package just to see what it's all about and maybe maybe pull a mew who knows I show it posted on twitter and get like three likes i mean if anything i think that the the you know the copious amounts of sugar that i'm putting into my body will be worth it for like th- four likes on twitter when i when i when i pulled the, the mythical pokemon mew on my oreo cookie um I mean, jokes aside, genuinely, I think this is fun. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I mean, it's always nice to see collaborations in general. I think, I think it's, it's funny to, to think that they, they've designed these little, these little cookies with the Pokemon on them, sort of, you know, going in line with the gotta catch them all. People will probably, maybe, I'm imagining someone like Resin, you know, dipping these cookies, each individual one, all 16 of them, including Mew. Uh, in like resin and like saving them you know it's like look at each every single different pokemon oreo cookie that you can get in like uh, in like september of 2021 you know someone 200 years from now is going to eat this cookie and pay two billion dollars for it when pokemon becomes a mega corporation something like that you know what i mean i mean this the the possibilities are endless all right, finally, for the last news, uh, just for the basic news, before we get into the nitty-gritty, uh, actually, I'm kind of excited about this one, um, uh, because it relates to me, uh, well, everything relates to me, I'm a Pokemon fan, you know what I mean, um, they have revealed, pretty much, I think, like, yesterday, um, the Pokemon Company has announced this year's TCG Illustration Contest, and, for the first time, this is open to both Japan and the U.S., Entry is from October 13th through January 31st, 2022, and the grand prize and runner and first runner-up in Japan and U.S. will have their artwork on a Pokemon promo card, as well as a cash reward. This year's theme is on a Pokemon's daily life, with the Pokemon in question being Bulbasaur, Charizard, Pikachu, Arcanine, Galarian Rapidash, Scizor, Greninja, or Cramorant. You know, uh, this is topical to me, because I might actually participate in this. Like genuinely, I'm I'm like I'm thinking of of actually drawing something for this. Who knows? Maybe maybe your girl will get a a a drawing of hers on an actual Pokemon card. I think that if you're listening to this podcast right now, this episode in particular, because I uh you know got my 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 Pokemon card drawing on a Pokemon card, and I become like a famous. I told you so. Here's my like official. I told you so. Also, I'm, I'm really cool and really sexy. Hey, I didn't. I you know I didn't say that. Future me did. When you're listening back to this, when I win the Pokemon card contest. All right, let's move on to Pokemon Go. Um, Pokemon Go. There's there really isn't that much news happening uh, right now. It's it's sort of a, a dull time, you know, as as it tends to be. Um, for slow times like this, right before games come out, you know, they don't really want to release too much before they release major Pokemon games. So, uh, it's understandable. And like I said, it's a little bit of a nice break for me before the insane amount of, of content that I have to create for the new games. Um, but Pokemon Go is getting a event, kind of an event. I don't really know if you can call it an event called the Season of Mischief. 
Um, it runs from 10, 10, 10 o'clock today, which this was posted on the 9th of September, to December 1st and features different, differing spawns based on the temperate seasons as well as new raid bosses, egg pools, blah, blah, blah. So it's like a new season in Pokemon Go has started. Um, I like that they sort of go through and change Pokemon spawns based on the seasons. I think that's wonderful. You know, obviously it depends on, on what you're, uh, where you live and what sort of climate you live in. But uh, there you go. This It's sort of officially passed over to fall i don't i don't even know i don't know what the season of mischief is supposed to be but there's like a bunch of new pokemon that are spawning uh because it's a new season the very next community day is announced uh and this time it is duskull which i believe is the first time it's ever happened uh and duskull is coming when is the duskull community day i need to find it October 9th. So it, it it it'll be happening before next episode. So we'll have some we'll still have some more time to <laughs> to prepare I suppose for the Duskull community day, but a spooky one for Halloween, of course, for October makes sense. Moving on, it's really there's really isn't that much stuff like I said. Like Masters only has like one thing and it's that there's an event coming called Looming Shadow of Kanto. It's like the villain there's like a like a villain event. It's the prelude of the villain event, and it it it, it involves the sync pairs Red and Snorlax, and that's it. <laughs> I I think there's more coming. Uh, but it's sort of like a like a prelude to I think like a bigger event coming later. Let me see. Uh, aha. Okay. Um, Blue and Aerodactyl is going to be another one coming. Um, it, it is also the first Kanto Sync pair capable of Dynamaxing. So it's sort of, they're sort of bringing out like a, um, you know, uh, an event uh, for for introducing the new Dynamaxing mechanic and stuff and uh, starting with Kanto involving Giovanni uh, and Red and Blue. Cafe Mix is getting an update uh, before we, you know, obviously, obviously, uh, there's some more information regarding Cafe Remakes, but before then, real quick, uh, there is a, I believe, a Torterra rerun, no? Yeah, yeah, Torterra rerun runs until September 22nd. Anyway, uh, Cafe Remakes, Cafe Remakes, I should say, is getting a, uh, there's some new information about, uh, what, how the transition is going to go from, from Cafe Mix to Cafe Remix. Um, Cafe Mix has put out details on what will transfer and what will not when the game fully upgrades to Pokemon Cafe Remix in the near future. When the game is to upgrade, there will be big server maintenance. After that, your data will automatically transfer and some will be converted. Pokemon that have joined will transfer, but some data will be converted. Friendship levels for those not on staff will reset. All Pokemon will become level 1 and you will receive rare tarts as gift based on your friendship level with that Pokemon. Use the red hearts to give them experience, yada yada. If you really want to see all the new patch notes for how Cafe Makes is going to be making the transition into uh, Cafe, or how Cafe Makes is going to be making the transition into Cafe Remix, um, there is, of course, the thing on Cerebi. We don't know uh, when it's going to be happening yet, but there's a bunch of uh, new ways and mechanics of how it's going to transfer over. So if you're interested, if you if you play Cafe Mix and you're worried about the transfer over, uh, do not fret. Most of your things are going to be transferred over, but of course you can read uh, more on Cerebi. Pokemon Unite joining the sort of the the trio, which I guess is now a four man team. Uh, Pokemon Unite it does actually have a lot of stuff. Probably the most plentiful news. Um, so. First of all, we talked about this last time with Dear Cody. Um, we did hit the um, the milestone for pre-registration things, uh, pre, pre, you know, pre-registration numbers in Pokemon Unite, um, which means that we will be getting the the Pikachu costume. Um, it says here, it's been confirmed that there has been 5 million pre-registrations of Pokemon Unite on mobile due for release on September 22nd. This means the gift of a Pikachu Festival-style Hollowware will be given to all mobile players at launch. 
Alongside this, a new goal has been added. If players reach 7.5 million pre-registers by launch, all players will get an additional 1,000 AOS tickets. You can pre-register on both the Apple Store, yeah, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, so we reached the milestone, which is fantastic. I'm very happy about that. Um, I was really hoping that we would get that Pikachu costume. I love it. It's super cute. Um, and I, you know, I, I say this only because we we talked about it last time. Uh, me and Cody, we were we were wondering whether or not we'd reached a milestone. So there you go. Um, also related to Pokemon Unite and something that we talked about last time. Uh, Blastoise has been released since then, and um, I have not personally had a chance to play him yet. Uh, I haven't even had a chance to play Blissey yet. I just, like, have not played since then. I've been super busy. Um, But from what I can tell, based on, you know, the the subreddit and just sort of general consensus about, about Blastoise, I think he needs a buff is what i'm getting at he's like or what i'm getting he's not very strong but he was like super popular the day he came out i mean like blastoise was in the beta so like we kind of already knew what he does i think uh, you know as far as i can tell i think that's how it was um i don't know what he does yet i haven't really looked at him yet and uh, you know maybe maybe next time if i get a chance to play maybe i'll buy him and and see uh if if you know um see how I feel and if there's anything worth talking about but due to how busy I've been I don't know how likely me playing Pokemon Unite is going to be um but on the bright side he is getting a Hollowware, or he does have a Hollowware now he's got like a cute little suit on he's got a hat he's he looks absolutely adorable um so yeah Blastoise is here uh it, it, it you know it's sort of a little, I think maybe a little bit too soon to say how he will fit into this sort of meta. I mean, he's been out for like a week, like or like two weeks now. Uh, I don't know how. I don't know how how long that is in sort of a uh, the lifespan of the game so far. So who knows? Uh, Blissey just seemed like she came out like uh, uh, like two weeks ago. So I don't really know. It's a little bit. I, I haven't really been following very much of Pokemon Unite. I want to in the future, uh, but I haven't really had the opportunity to do so. Um, but, but, you know, that being said, I think that, I think that Blastoise's inclusion is obviously really cool, uh, and I'm hoping to see more of him in the future. I'm hoping I can actually experience him myself and, and let you guys know how I feel specifically, you know, cause right now I, I can't really say too much. On the topic again of Pokemon Unite, Slowbro is getting a Hollowware, finally. Some Pokemon that are that, that did not have Hollowware before are finally getting Hollowware. I'm still holding out for my boy Cramorant getting getting a nice nice suave Hollowware. Uh but Slowbro is he has a towel over his neck. He's got like a little tank top on and he's got some cute sunglasses. Uh, I like the I like the vibe they're going for here. I'm glad they didn't just give him like a beach outfit, you know, like a lay, like my champ. I, I I like that they're I like that they're kind of giving the I, they're they're giving Pokemon some some interesting outfits. You know, they're not they're not all samey. They're pretty they're pretty good. And finally, um, Pokemon Unite is getting its first official tournament, which is something I was so hoping for. I've really really hoped that tournaments for this game become like viable you know i would love to watch pokemon unite tournaments um oh man okay hold on whoa (laughs) i just saw this uh literally yesterday or like or today sorry pokemon unite has been confirmed to have been downloaded nine million times on nintendo switch since launch uh, as such, a special gift to be given to all players on September 29th of 2,000 AOS tickets in celebration. Okay, so that's not related to the mobile launch. That's just 9,000 or 9 million on the Nintendo Switch, which is insane. Okay, for anyway, back to the tournament. Um, I'm so hoping that we get, like, good tournaments for this game. I love watching tournaments. I watch Super Smash Bros. Ultimate tournaments all the time. Uh, I love that game competitively. I'm I n- I've never watched a league tournament before, so I don't really know how MOBA tournaments tend to go. But I assume I can kind of put put two and two together, um, 
let's see, uh, let's find this information. Here we go. Um, so it's actually, it's actually really soon, like literally three days from now on September 19th. Um, unfortunately it's only Japan only right now, but I'm probably still going to watch it. Um, as you know, given that there's a, an English recast, but I'm not sure. Um, Matches are single um, elimination with the top four to final matches being best of three. There will be a maximum of 256 teams and will run over standard battle on remote stadium. You'll need to be able to write and speak Japanese and over 16 to enter. Okay, I mean, you know, that makes sense. Um, interesting. 256 teams. That's crazy. I'm really, really hoping that we get tournaments over in the U.S., though, or at least in English. I would love to watch tournaments at this game. I'm seriously so excited um, to see where this game goes competitively. You know, I, I again, I haven't really had that much of a chance to play, but I'm still super into this game. I mean, I love it. Um, I log on every so often, collect my dailies. You know, I haven't been playing, but I, you know, I collect my, my daily login bonuses, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm still into it. I'm still, uh, I'm still sort of following this game's meta, <laughs> uh, you, you know, as, as dorky as that sounds. Um, and good Lord, I'm just hoping that we get some sort of uh, g- like good tournaments over here, like official sponsored Pokemon tournaments, knowing that like we get, we have like, you know, obviously Pokemon tournaments all the time for the main games. I have no doubt that they'll probably host tournaments themselves. Um, I'm a little bit used to Nintendo screwing fans over in terms of com- uh, competition and tournaments because I watch Smash tournaments and Nintendo doesn't host their own Smash tournaments. Um, but Pokemon, thankfully, is different. Uh, and I'm really, really hoping that there's like a good, big, healthy um, tournament scene for Pokemon Unite over in the U.S. All right, I know I didn't do any merch last time, but I think I'm going to just jump right into um, the later segments of today. I apologize. Uh, I'll make sure to do some some serious merch-looking uh, next episode or, or, you know, whenever, whenever I get around to it. But today I'm not really feeling it. I just want to jump right into the main topic. But before, of course, we can do that, we have to do everyone's favorite segment where we talk about a random Pokemon every single episode, a random Pokemon of the week. And if you follow this podcast, you know that we like to do some guessing. If you know, your Pokemon numbers, you can try yourself. Um, this Pokemon is number f- one. No, for <laughs> completely wrong. 422. I'll give you a second to, to think about that. Uh, you know, topical wink, wink, maybe may or may not be a Sinnoh Pokemon today. The Pokemon we'll be looking at is Shellos. Shellos is a water-type Pokemon introduced in Generation 4 and evolves into Gastrodon at level 30. Shellos have two different appearances, West Sea and East Sea, found on the respective sides of Sinnoh's mountain ranges. Uh, Shellos is the Sea Slug Pokemon. It has Sticky Hold or Storm Drain as its normal abilities and Sand Force as its hidden. It has a 50-50 male-female ratio, which is not indeterminate of its form. Both both form can be uh, both male and female. Um, it is one foot tall, or 0.3 meters, and 13.9 pounds, or 6.3 kilograms. Shellos is, is a nice Pokemon. You know, it's not... It's no Gastrodon, but... I can still appreciate it for what it is. <laughs> the fact that it evolves into Gastrodon is enough to make me like it. I really like Gastrodon. Uh, probably one of my favorite Pokemon. You know, maybe not like super favorite, but like top 50 at least. I love, I really, really, really like Gastrodon's design. Um, and I think that, I mean, Shella is just kind of a baby version of Gastrodon, you know? Um I don't know if there's really uh, too much to say. L- you know, let's start looking at its trivia. I, you know, I mean, it, it sort of pioneered the forms, the form formula. <laughs> you know, a very basic concept. I mean, each each of its forms have the same stats, the same, you know, game data. Uh, it's They just look different. 
essentially. But they do actually have some different Pokedex entries. But uh, before then, let's look at uh, trivia. According to an interview in Nintendo Power with Ken Sugimori, Shellos and Gastrodon were originally intended for Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, but were ultimately not implemented due to time constraints. Really? Where would they have been found? Hoenn isn't, like, split down the middle like Sinnoh is. Interesting that they would have been found maybe in different areas, or it would have just been no no regional differences. Maybe it would have just been... um. Just what? There is an old back sprite for it. Um, which, like, I don't know necessarily if that would have, necessarily if that would have fit into Ruby Sapphire Emerald, but uh, both Shellos and Gastrodon have early back sprites that can be found in the game data for Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. However, there are no front sprites for these forms. They just, I don't really know how much difference there are compared to those ones. Uh, in Diamond and Pearl, there are no in-game trainer using East Sea Shellos in battle, even on the east side of Mount Coronet. Oh, that's sad. Shellos' English Pokedex entry for HeartGold Silver has, Silver has the fewest words of any Pokedex entries in the core series game with nine. The Pokedex entry is carried over to Pokemon Y and Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. And the same is true for Kyurem in white. Hold on. Heart Gold and Soul Silver. What's its Pokedex entry in that in those games? Um aha. Its shape and coloration may vary depending on its habitat. Nine words. <laughs> I guess that's all you need. Hold on, I wanna look at Kyurem's. I'm curious about this. In white, it can produce ultra cold air. Its body is frozen. It's like a haiku. Like a mini poem. Its shape and coloration vary, depending on its habitat. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to read the rest of those. Let's look at a little more trivia. What else is there? Prior to Generation 6, Shellos' shape was and this little funky caterpillar dude. What is it now? It's the snake shape. I don't know what I don't know what shape that is, but uh, it looks like a little snake. And it, prior to Generation Six, it was the caterpillar shape. Okay, Shellos is the only Pokemon with Sand Force that benefits from its Sandstorm immunity, since the other Pokemon are naturally immune to its damage due to their typing. Ah, you know, that makes sense because Ground types don't get Sandstorm immunity, do they? Or they might. I don't think so, cause, cause you know that's what the, that's what the um, the trivia says. All right, let's look at Pokedex entries. This thing we already know one, uh, and it's like the the haiku, the shortest Pokedex entry tied with Kiram. Its color and shapes differ from region to region. In the Sinnoh region, two types are confirmed. Oh, so there's more. Interesting. It lives along bodies of water. Its body shape has changed to suit its habitat. Beware of pushing strongly on its squishy body, as it will make a mysterious purple fluid ooze out. What in the world? Man, they really like that Pokedex entry, because not only is it the only Pokedex entry for black and white, but also black 2 and white 2, and X, and Omega Ruby. They really like that purple mysterious fluid. Hold in in Sun and Moon they have some they have some uh, different Pokedex entries for the different forms. Let's look at those. For the East Sea, the green one, it says Shellos lives in the sea and feasts on plankton. The lovelier the ocean where Shellos resides, the more vibrant its colors becomes. The different in color from one Shellos to another seems to be a result of their diet. It's almost almost bitten fire there. No large changes can be seen in their capabilities. When it senses danger, it gushes a purple liquid. Some theories suggest this liquid is a greasy sweat induced by stress. I'm just going to completely ignore that I ever read that and uh, continue on. Scientists interested in its great regenerative capabilities are currently analyzing the materials from which its cells are made. In West Sea, for the most part, it makes its home along the seashore. Its color and form 
differ according to the habitat and the quality of its food. While they normally live in the sea, they can function on land too until their skin dries out. So there's not really anything different. It's like, there's different Pokedex entries, but they're not, they don't talk about the actual differences between the Pokemon. They just, they're just different colors. And you know, that's fine. That's good. That's, that's well and dandy, but I wanted to maybe hear some, some, some actual differences between the two of them. I guess there is none. I guess their stats are exactly the same, huh? So that makes sense. Oh, I see now. Okay, Shellos isn't ground type. So it becomes ground type in, in, in Gastrodon. So Shellos benefits from Sand Force's uh, immunity because it, it isn't ground type. So that, that's that's cool. It essentially is a ground type in, 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 you know, when it comes to sandstorms, I suppose. All right. I, I've, I've been dwelling a little too long on Shellos. I like this Pokemon. Um, you know, I like Gastrodon better. It's sort of, sort of just like, you know, pre-evolution syndrome. Uh, it's not nearly as remembered because it's a, it's a pre-evolution to Gastrodon. But I, I like, I like what they were going for. First real, like, regional differences, qu- huge air quotes around that. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, you know, good on them for sort of paving the road. Shellos walked so Oricorio could run, you know? I think that, I think that's the perfect way to put it. And with that, let's look at some shinies. We have two to talk about today. Two shinies. Not one, but two. Um, so, the thing about Shellos is that its shinies are kind of bad. <laughs> the colors go from a pink to a slightly more orange pink. And the blue one goes from blue to a slightly more green blue. So it they barely change. <laughs> um I mean like I, I I do like it seems like they just like they slapped in the same hue of yellow into both of them. And I like that. I like that their shiny form is are similar in that sense where they sort of both just get a, a slight hue difference in their color but I don't think it looks very good. I think it could have been maybe I I think I think it leaves a little bit to be desired. As as unfortunate as that sounds as much as I enjoy um Shellos and and what they were going for here. So I am going to say this is this is a, a, a tough one, honestly. I am going to say I'm going to I'm going to give them I'm going to give them equal shinies ratings i'm not going to give them separate ones i'm going to give them equal ones because they kind of do the same thing all things considered um i'm going to give them a five out of ten i think i think that shellos's shinies are perfectly average you know (laughs) they don't do very much but what they do is kind of cool you know, it's like, it, it, it makes sense. It doesn't look bad. I just wish it was a little bit more inspired. That that That's like the definition of a 5 out of 10. So, I'm happy with that. Alright, so, the main topic of today. Uh, you know, I, I explained a little bit in the beginning. Uh, Pokecord. Uh, you know, trust me, I'm aware that this is a really weird thing to talk about. <laughs> um, I mean, it's... It's a Discord bot. It's not official Pokemon, you know, things. I mean, in fact, you know, funny story. Uh, there used to be another version of Pokecord that got taken down. I assume because of Nintendo. I'm not 100% sure about that. I guess I could check. Let me check. We're going to go on a little bit of a journey here. Pokecord taken down. Why was it taken down? I see. Okay, so it wasn't... It wasn't, uh... It wasn't from Nintendo. It was uh, from stress and 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 added work and stress uh, from the uh, from the from the creator of Pokecord. So you know, understandable. But um, it had a little bit of a resurgence recently. Kind of. It, it's still up. It's still there. I don't think it's made by the same person, uh, which is why. 
I'm making this distinction because the, the, the sort of the thing that I wanted to talk about today is uh, my experiences with it. You know, I, I, I've been using it recently in, in two servers that I'm in. I'll explain uh, a little bit in a second. But I did used to use PokeCord all the time. And for, for a history lesson for you for you Discord users that maybe weren't around in, in the good old days, uh, or maybe the people who have used PokeCord before, if you haven't heard of PokeCord, by the way, it's a Discord bot that you add to a Discord server, uh, and you can catch Pokemon. Pokemon will randomly spawn as you talk. Uh, you can catch them, you can select them, you can name them, and as you talk, your Pokemon will level up. And as of right now... That is pretty much the only thing you can do um, because it was taken down and remade. Uh, the older version of PokeCord had lots of other features. You could trade, you could duel, your Pokemon could have moves, your Pokemon could do, you know, all sorts of things. Um, it, it was, it was much, there was, a, you know, there was a, there was a shop. I mean, there's still a shop in, in the newest, in the new PokeCord, but in the old one, there was like a marketplace where you could sell and buy Pokemon. Um, it's very, very interesting, I think, um, that the, the newest one is not nearly as good, in my opinion, because it, it, it just, it doesn't have these features. You can't trade, you can't duel, your Pokemon can't learn moves, you can't buy or purchase, you can't buy or sell Pokemon in the marketplace. Uh, all you can do is catch, level up, and nickname. That's pretty much it. Um, and, and, uh, and, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a reason why I'm talking about this today. And, and the reason I'm talking about this today is because it's fun. <laughs> um, I used to have PokeCord back when in its heyday when it had all those features in a server of mine with some friends. Um, it was like a Pokemon-themed Discord. I could, you know, a lot of people would, like, randomly join it. It, it was fun. We had, a, we had a good community of people. Um... And it was fun. I mean, like, you know, we caught Pokemon all the time. Obviously, the whole point of it is to, like, race for the Pokemon. Who can catch the, who can catch it first? Who, when a Pokemon appears, who can, who can type the command in fast enough to, to catch the Pokemon? And that's always good and fun. Um, and nowadays, I have sort of been having a resurgence of it, where I added it to one of my, my, my friend servers, um, with just, like, you know, just a couple friends in it, literally three other people. Um, and as we talk, Pokemon will spawn. Uh, and you know, we don't really talk nearly as much, I think, as like a big server would because we're only four people. Um, but it's fun. You know, chaos ensues when a Pokemon that somebody wants comes up and, 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 you know, I happen to type in P exclamation point catch, you know, Shellos or whatever. Um, you know, some anger, maybe some joking anger, maybe some genuine anger in there. Who knows? It's, you know, it, it's, it's, it's par for the course. P, you know, any discord bot that you have to be faster than your, uh, you know, your, your, the people that you're talking to, to like get a benefit, to like catch a, a cute Pokemon, chaos is going to ensue. And that's literally exactly why I love it. <laughs> um, uh, the other example of where I have it in my, in, you know, in, where I've sort of been using it again is in my Discord server. Um, you, if you're interested in joining my Discord server, by the way, you can join it on my Twitter, at LilySeon on Twitter. Um, there's a Discord link in my pinned message. Um, and, um, you know, it, it's in the Pokemon channel. And also a specially, you know, sort of divvied out channel for specifically for PokeCord. Uh, people who can give themselves the role want to like, you know, do commands and stuff and talk specifically about PokeCord in the PokeCord channel. Um, but Pokemon can still spawn in the Pokemon channel. And, and, you know, we've gotten some rare ones. We've gotten some legendaries. We've gotten some, some fights about, you know, who wants what Pokemon and, you know, someone misspells a name or their keyboard autocorrects something. You know, it's all in good fun. It's genuinely a good time just because, like, there's li all in all, there's literally no consequences for, like, not having a Pokemon that you like. It's just like, oh, you don't get to, you don't get to say that you caught a Pokemon in PokeCord. And I think, you know, I think that's, that's the appeal. It's like, it's, it's almost like just a competition, but, but at the same time, 
you also get to look at and and have your favorite Pokemon randomly generate. You know, it's a good time is what I'm trying to say. And the reason why I'm talking about it today, like I said earlier, um, I never really expected to talk about PokeCord all too much. I wanted to sort of just bring it to light and to mention it to people um, because it's fun. It's it's you know if you've been using Discord and you haven't heard of PokeCord, first of all, you've been living under a rock because it was so popular in in the heyday of Discord. Like one like one in a third million servers it was in. That's insane for a Discord bot. Probably one of the most popular Discord bots in existence. Um, and you know. If if I get a couple people to 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 add PokeCord to the server because they want to relive this experience, maybe a little bit less so, unfortunately, then I'm happy because I've been having a great time about it. And you know, um, I don't know how long the craze is gonna last. It's the kind of thing where you just kind of you do it for like a couple weeks and then nobody ever cares any nobody cares anymore, and the bot is eventually kicked from the server but i wanted to talk about it now while it was while i was in its heyday you know i'm having a good time with my friends and with the members of my server catching pokemon getting angry at each other for catching a pokemon before someone else uh you know nicknaming them silly things having them level up in in horrible situations uh you know with like with horrible names it's 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 just overall a good time and, 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 like, realistically, I don't really have a point here. It's just sort of I wanted to mention it and I wanted to talk about it. Because, you know, oh my god, did I play PokeCord so much. I had PokeCord in, like, all of my servers for so long. And I had just so many Pokemon. And I loved a Pokemon, com- you know, happening... D- appearing and you catch it and someone else wants it so you get a trade for it and you can purchase pokemon on the marketplace you can buy evolution stones you could fight each other you could literally duel with your pokemon which like obviously it wasn't as good as as the main series pokemon games or like any pokemon battling but it was still pretty good for a discord bot um so really, you know, I don't want to I don't want this to sound like an ad. I'm not like sponsored by PokeCord, but if you enjoy chaotic Discord bots that make people scramble on their keyboard and get angry when they scramble so fast that they misspell, you know, Wurmple, or if you want to collect Pokemon, nickname them, you know, have a good time, see what Pokemon you can get, see if you can get any legendaries or even shinies to spawn, then I think PokeCord is for you. Anyway, thank you so much to PokeCord for sponsoring this stream, which I'm kidding. Uh, no, you know, I mean, like I said, I didn't really have a point. I kind of just wanted to talk about it and, and talk about it. Did I? I promise. Next episode, uh, we'll be talking about something maybe a little bit more interesting, a little more topical. We'll be talking about Pokemon uh, Evolutions, and then we'll be talking about the movie Secrets of the Jungle, which is exciting. I'm excited to talk about that. Talking about Pokemon Evolutions in the future. Today, I kind of just wanted to sit down and and just chat about, about, about a cool Discord bot that I found is still up and is still pretty fun, despite not having everything that it had before. Even then... It's just a good time. Anyway, before I end it today, before I end this this exhausted, busy, you know, sort of unprepared episode, which again, I apologize for, we, of course, have to do everybody's favorite segment. We talk about a random move every single episode. Move Tutor is the name. Um, and today... The move on the chopping block is Barrier. Barrier is a non-damaging Psychic-type move introduced in Generation 1. It is a status move. It has a PP of 20, a power of not applicable because it doesn't do damage, and an accuracy of, again, not applicable. From Generation 1 to 5, Barrier increases the user's defense by two stages. (laughs) 
in generation six to seven. Oh my god, so interesting. Barrier's PP was changed from 30 to 20. Uh, and if powered by a Psychinium Z into Z barrier, all of the users' lowered stats are reset. And probably the most interesting change of them all, in Generation 8, Barrier can no longer be selected in battle. How sad. Another victim to the move purge of, of, of Generation 8. No longer will we be able to raise our defense with Barrier. We will instead be able to raise it with Cotton Guard. Uh, or like three defense curls. To, in order to in order to get to that level <laughs> uh but no i mean you know barrier barrier is a classic it's not an interesting move but it's not not interesting uh this is this is pretty cool in red green and blue lance has a dragonite with this move although dragonite cannot legitimately have this move in any of the generation one games and a Dragonite with Barrier was distributed as a participation gift in the Kanto Classic Wi-Fi tournament is a, as a reference to this Dragonite. That's funny. I love it when the, when when Pokemon gives po NPC Pokemon um, moves that they can't have because it just feels like they're cheating. Uh, it, you know, it, it adds a little bit of an extra challenge with so many Pokemon and so many moves and so many different move sets. It's bound to happen. I mean, it does happen. Uh, but it's, it's, it's always funny. The fact that, the fact that, that, that Lance has this move on his Dragonite that it literally just can't learn it is, is so typical of a champion. Um, anyway, let's look at the, the last little semblance of, of anything we can say here. Uh, descriptions of this, of this move. Instantly forms a barrier between the user and the opponent. Defense is increased. Uh, creates a barrier that sharply raises defense. The user throws up a sturdy wall that sharply raises its defense stat. You know, I don't know what I expected, but I suppose that makes sense. Anyway, a fitting end, I think, to 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 <laughs> to an interesting episode, concept-wise. But with that, I think that is a good place to end it for today. I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the next one. Bye!